So my message today is simply titled, New Year, Same God. New Year, Same God. We just sang about God. His promises never fail. He's the same. He never changes. There may be a lot of changes this coming year, but God who is God will never change. He will never fail. He will remain the same. And this is what this verse says again. You crown the year with a bountiful harvest. Another version says you crown the year with your goodness. Even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. You know, Psalm 65 is considered a national psalm of praise. A national psalm of praise and thanks to God for his goodness. It was apparently sung after the spring rains came in to water and refresh the earth. This song was even more meaningful if the nation had been going through a bad dry season. You know, as 2022 has come to an end, and as you reflect and you try to figure out what happened in the past 12 months, some will have testimonies, others will remember challenges, while some others may think of the health issues they've had to face. Some would say it was my best year, while others may say it could have been better. It could have been better. You know, the list can go on. But while preparing this message, I was just looking back at the, at the past 12 months. And I was just trying, to, just trying to gather some old memories of what came through my mind. I thank God for good and perfect health for us as a family. I'm pretty sure a whole bunch of us can say that. I thank God for his provision. I thank God for his goodness. I thank God for this amazing community. Somebody say an amen. And you know, there's so much to thank God for. I thank God for the relationships that we've, we've had over this last year. I thank God for the people who've connected with us. You know, whether it's, it's in ministry, you know, whether Pastor Nikki, Gary Morgan, the Cornerstone Church in Singapore, I thank God for all of these things because this is God's doing. These are things to reflect on. These are things to look back on and be like, wow, this is the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our sight. You know, there's so many amazing things that has happened. But now we've come to a new year. We've come to 2023 and I really believe that God's favor is going to be upon this year. You know, I really believe that this, I really believe and I really sense very strongly that there's going to be a supernatural acceleration that's going to take place in 2023. What would normally take years is going to take months. What would take months is going to take weeks. What would take weeks is going to take a day. And what would take a day would take hours. I really believe that God is bringing about a supernatural acceleration. So don't worry about what happened in 2022. It's done with, it's finished, it's over. The past is gone. We're not slaves to our past because God has promised to give us hope and a future. And so it's very important to be, it's very important to, to welcome the new. It's very important to be mindful of, of, of the fact that God is the God of not only yesterday, but today and tomorrow as well. 
Yesterday is gone, today is still here, and tomorrow is going to be even better. So don't look back at the past. You know, if you keep, if you keep looking at your rear view mirror while driving, you're going to end up in an accident. Look forward. Don't be disappointed by whatever happened in the past, but be excited. And, and, and hold on to the hope that God has great things in store for us. You know, looking at Psalm 65, verse 11, I just want to draw out three thoughts about God's favor for the new year. The first is God places a crown of favor on the year. Everyone look, say favor. Favor. God places a crown of favor on the year. You know, a crown is a very special, uh, a very special and glittering insignia worn by special people like kings, queens, emperors, and other royalty. You know, at sporting events in biblical times, sometimes a crown or something that resembled a crown was given to winners. In our present day as well, right? You know, in, in, in our present day right now, crowns are given to, to, to people in an event, whether it's a beauty contest or something like that. We also know and we crown people with titles like the king of rock or the king of pop. No prizes for guessing who it is. But mostly, crowns were identified with royalty. Crowns were identified with royalty. But of course, we only know too well that human crowns fall off after a season. But the Bible identifies God's people as a royal priesthood. The Bible identifies God's people as a royal priesthood crowned by God himself. In Psalm 65, verse 11, we read that God crowns the year. And I really believe that his grace will crown every day we face in the coming year. I really believe that God's grace will crown every day we face in 2023 with the challenges that come about. No matter what happens, God's grace is more than sufficient. No matter what we may go through, God is not only going to crown us with his grace, but he's going to put us in, he's going to put us and place us in moments where we will say to ourselves, I'm more than able to handle the situation. I'm more than able to handle the situation. I just want us to look at some of the crowns mentioned in the Bible. In 2 Timothy 4.8, the Bible talks about the crown of righteousness. In James 1.12, the Bible talks about the crown of life. In Isaiah 61.3, the crown of beauty. In 1 Corinthians 9.25, the eternal crown. In 1 Peter 5, verse 4, the crown of glory. And in Isaiah 51, verse 11, everlasting joy will crown the believers' heads. Everlasting joy will crown the believers' heads. The second crown is the, the second crown of favor. The, the second point that I want to make this afternoon is the crown of favor gives bountiful harvest. The crown of favor gives each and every one of us a bountiful harvest. 
You know, the New King James Version translates it as his goodness. You know, many countries, many countries during the dawning of a new year, they put certain titles to the year. And like the United Nations puts certain things like the year of children, the year of shelter, Chinese New Year, the Chinese celebrate every New Year, they call it the year of the rat, the year of the cat. This year, I think, is the year of the rabbit. But my prayer for each one of you is that this coming year would be a year in which God will give each one of you a bountiful harvest. That God would give each one of you a bountiful harvest. You know, as we prepare, you know, today's just the first day of the year, but as we prepare to try to figure out what this year is going to be like. One thing that stands out, one thing that really stands out to me and gives me comfort is to know that the goodness of God is upon us. The goodness of God is upon us. The Bible says that they will know the goodness of, they will, the Bible says that they will know the goodness of God in the land of the living. You know, whatever happened in 2022, like I said, it's done with, it's finished, it's over. But God is more than able to give each and every one of us a bountiful harvest. You know, I'm really thankful for the fact that in the last month of the year, how many of you really believe that the last month of the year was by far the best? You know, like I said, a couple of weeks ago, it was raining golden visas. You know, we prayed, we prayed that God would that God would uh, rain golden visas on each and every person. And a week later, they announced a new category, you know, which is pretty interesting. And Dawn over here has had a pretty amazing end to his new year with the birth of a new baby, a beautiful baby girl. You know, we've got, we've, we've, we've got stories of new jobs. We've got stories of promotions. We've got stories of unexpected increase in salaries. Uh, we've, got, we've got stories of people getting engaged. We've got stories of people getting engaged in 2022 and in, in a very short while getting married this year. There's a lot to thank God for, but I really believe that God is the God who's, who's more than able to do above and beyond than what we experienced in 2022 because his promise and his desire for each and every one of us is to give us a bountiful harvest. To give us a bountiful harvest. You know, let's look at some of the acts of God's goodness mentioned in this psalm. He answers our prayers. How many of you can truly say that God has answered your prayer in 2022? How many of you can say that God will answer every prayer in 2023? And even if he doesn't, it's because he's a God of perfect timing. It may not be the right time for that prayer to be answered, but he'll navigate you and he will take you through that place, take you through that, uh, take you through that road in order for you to settle for nothing less than the best. But God will answer every prayer. He forgives our sin. He fills us with the good things of his house. Not with good things of what you want in your house, but he fills us with the good things of his house. And in his house, 
There's much, 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 much more. How many of you know that back in the day, we used to sing that song, Big, Big House? I haven't forgot the words of the song right now. (laughs) Big, big house with lots of, lots of rooms. With lots of, lots of food. Where we can play football. A big, big house. Because it's my father's house. He fills us with the good things of his house. You know, one thing I'm really thankful for is that throughout this year, we always had food on our table. And I can say that for each and every person over here. You know why? Because God is the God who cares for every family. And I've always said, if God is all you've got, you've got all you need. If God is all you've got, you've got all that you need. You've got all that you need. He's the God of more than enough. He answers us with awesome deeds. He answers us with awesome deeds. He protects us. He does wonders. He sends rain and makes the land fertile as the climax to a year of abundant blessing. These are all the promises mentioned in this psalm. You know, and for me, as I look back upon the past year, it might have been slow. It might have been slow, but I'd rather, but I'd rather, things think, but I'd rather take things slow and allow God to move ahead of me than me run fast and miss him. You know, I, as, as I look back at this past year, I thank God for the bountiful harvest he's given us as a church. I thank God for providing for us in supernatural ways. I thank God for the holiday that we were able to have as a family, fully paid. I thank God for every relationship, for every person that God has brought into our lives. You know, a man of God said that, a man of God said, you may lack the fastest, the finest, and the latest, but you won't lack what is needed. You may lack the fastest, the finest, and the latest, but you will not lack what is needed. Are you ready to prepare yourself for a bountiful harvest through God's goodness in this new year? Are you ready to prepare for a bountiful harvest that God has in store for you and for your family? You know, in in, in praying and desiring a bountiful harvest, it's very important for us to be prepared to receive it as well. Because if you're not prepared while receiving it, you may not know how to handle it. Which is why it's very important for each and every one of us to not only trust God for great things, but when they come our way, to know how to receive it and look after it. The Bible often talks about being good stewards. Being good stewards. So let me ask you this question once more. How many of you are really prepared out of the goodness of God to receive a bountiful harvest in 2023. Well, few of us, thank you. For you, we'll talk in 2024. We'll talk to you guys in 2024. How many of you are really prepared 
to receive a bountiful harvest in 2023? How many of you are seeking jobs? It's going to happen in the name of Jesus. How many of you are desiring for breakthrough in the areas of payment? It's going to happen in the name of Jesus. How many of you are believing for healing, for some kind of victory or breakthrough or something in your family? It is going to happen. How many of you desire to travel more in 2023? Come on. I've already got three trips lined up, June, July, August. You know, more travels. Hey, I'm not leaving the church. Okay, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not leaving the church without any, anyone, okay? We're good, we're good. But the travels to travels to, to whatever it is that you desire, I speak a bountiful harvest in 2023. You know, and the last point, my best, my favorite, God's favor will be seen even in the hard places. God's favor will be seen even in the hard places. How many of you have gone through a hard patch in 2022? Few of us, that's good enough. But in those, in, in those hard places that you've been in, how many of you can truly say that I was never alone? I was never alone. God's favor will be seen even in the hard places. The Bible says in Psalm 65 verse 11, even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. Even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. What a powerful verse. What a promise from God. Listen, truth be told, coming face to face with reality, you and I will have to face some, if not many, hard pathways in the coming year. But the, but the psalmist says, even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. You know, it's very important to look at this, at this statement in the agricultural setting in which it was written. God's abundance is spoken of here, even in the most difficult moments or seasons. At a time when they were experiencing a dry season, that's when this word came. Even in the hard path, even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. You know, let's remind ourselves that before the promised land could be conquered, the Jordan had to be crossed and the walls of Jericho had to be brought down. Hello? Before the promised land could be conquered, the Jordan had to be crossed and the walls of Jericho had to be brought down. Was that, the hard, was that a hard place to be in? It was a place of desperation. It was a place of how long? How long? Seven days? Who in his mind would think that if we have to walk around a wall for seven days, it's going to come down? Only God. Only God. And in the midst of desperation, in the midst of trying to figure out, is it really going to happen? Are we really going to make it to the promised land? This verse screams out loud, even in the hard, even the hard pathways will overflow with abundance. Joshua, you may not see it right now, but you are going to get over. You are going to cross 
you are going to cross over to the promised land. The walls of Jericho are going to come down because I'm the God who doesn't stop halfway. I complete and finish what I've started. And so even the hard pathways will overflow with abundance. Listen, let me say this. If God takes us on stony paths, he will fix us with strong shoes. If God takes us on stony paths, no matter how hard that ground may be, he will make sure that you will not stumble. He will make sure that you do not fall. And he will make sure he, he, he really fixes you up with some really good shoes to, able, to be able to walk. Amen. Amen, Wayne. Amen. Get, a, get an amen from Wayne. That's it. It seals the deal. <laughs> you know, he will not cause your foot to stumble. He will not cause you to slip. No matter how hard the road may be, if God is with you, if God is by your side, you can be assured that he's going to hold on to your hand and take you right till the end down that pathway to bring you to your place of breakthrough and victory. To bring, you, to bring you to your place of breakthrough and victory. You know, this psalm speaks about abundance after a dry season. Maybe the past year might have been a dry season for you. It might, be, might have been a year when the things which you never expected, you least expected, those things came on you. Whether it was sickness, whether it was job loss, whether it was some kind of a disturbing news. It might have been a dry season for you. But I really believe it's finished. It's done. It's over. This is the dawning of a new day. New blessing. New victory. New pathways to conquer. And I really believe that together you and I will see God's abundance flowing. Not only flowing, but overflowing in the heart pathways. You and I will truly see God's abundance overflowing in the heart pathways. You know, and as we prepare our hearts to see Psalm 65 verse 11 fulfilled in this year, let's remember that on our part, we need to give God the first place in every area of our life. You know, it's very easy to be like, God, I desire this, I want this, I want this to happen for me. It's very, it's very easy to ask for all of those things. And God, in his grace and mercy, may let you have some of those. But it's very important. God wants to do, like I said, God wants to do above and beyond for each and every one of us. He wants to do above and beyond. But what God desires more than anything is a relationship with you. God desires, he longs for a relationship with you. And all of these things are secondary, which is why the Bible in, in, in Matthew 6, verse 33, it says, seek first the kingdom of God. It's not that God doesn't want to bless you. God wants to bless you beyond what, you, what you've even thought about. God wants to give you so much more. But seek first the kingdom of God. More than what God wants to give you, he desires you. 
more than what he wants to give you, he desires and he longs for you. So let's make it from today onwards. Let's make it a prayer. Let's, you know, let's, 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 let's make it a part of us that God, every single day, I want to give you first place. I want to give you first place. You know, I read something a number of years ago. Uh, I, really, I, I really like this. I don't know if I've put it up over there. Yeah. To achieve spiritual success, do not forget to give God the first hour of the day, the first day of the week, the first part of every paycheck, the first consideration in every decision, and the first place in your heart. Let me read that again. To achieve spiritual success, do not forget to give God the first hour of the day, the first day of the week, the first part of every paycheck, the first consideration in every decision, and the first place in your heart. That's a great way to start and to live through the year ahead. That's a great way to start. You know, what I want us to do is, I, want us, I would like all of us to stand up. You know, I really believe in the power of calling things into existence. I really believe that when we declare in, I really believe that when we declare in the supernatural, we will see a manifestation of what we're declaring in the natural. You know, and I really believe in the power of declaration. And so what I want us to do right now, what I want to, what, yeah, what I want us to do right now is, we're going to declare, we're going to declare God's promises. We're going to declare God's goodness. And we're going to declare God's favor over our lives and over our families for the year 2023. And even as, even as it comes up or on the screen, it's not a race, okay? It's not a race, but we're all going to say this together. I'd also like to ask the worship team to come up. But we're all going to do this together. And I really believe there's power in our tongue. The Bible says life and death lie in the power of our tongue. And even as we declare, it's not just a declaration, but it's declaring and believing. It's not just declaring out of nowhere, but it's declaring and believing. And so I'm going to count to three, and all of us are going to go. Okay? One, two, three. I declare that the year 2023 is my year of overwhelming success in all areas of life, in Jesus' name. I prophesy that anything I lay my hands upon to do in 2023 shall be successful. I declare that nothing shall be able to limit or stop me from becoming what God has created me to be. I receive the year 2023 as my year of divine favor. Wherever I go, I declare that I shall be preferred above every other person. I declare that the year 2023 is my year of outstanding miracles. Divine healing, good health, and a sound mind is my portion in Jesus' name. I declare that 2023 is my year of financial increase. I shall prosper in my job, business, and investments in Jesus' name. The unusual favor of God shall follow me wherever I go. I shall be accepted, promoted, and be successful because of the favor of God upon my life. In 2023, I declare that I shall not borrow money, but I will have more than enough. 
and lend to those who ask from me. The blessing of God that makes rich and adds no sorrows will follow me. By the authority of Jesus Christ upon my life, I prophesy that 2023 is my year of open doors for success, promotion, prosperity, family blessings, financial breakthroughs, and all-round blessings in Jesus' name. I declare that the good doors that were closed against me in 2022 or before will be open wide for me to enter in and possess my possessions in 2023. No plans of the enemy against me shall materialize in 2023. I declare that whoever is holding what belongs to me will be released as I enter this new year. I declare unlimited protection upon my life, my family, our loved ones, and everything that belongs to us, and we will be sickness-free in Jesus' name. I declare that no harm will come to me in 2023, and we shall live healthy lives. And I break through every barrier to our blessings, every hindrance to our blessings, and every stumbling block to our success. I pull down every obstacle to our miracles in Jesus' name. No matter what may come my way in 2023, I'm gonna declare, God's got this. The Lord fights for me. Jesus loves me. Not today, Satan. I'm a child of God. His grace is sufficient. I am not alone. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Fear has no grip on me. Christ is enough for me. And God is good. Amen. 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 Even as we sing this song, Waymaker, we're going to, we're going to, we're only going to sing it, but we're literally.